Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. Uh, hello, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Well, it'll depend what time you're listening to this, but this is the Manchester United Redcast. I am Russell Balkin, and like an unfancied reserve striker plucked from obscurity, I have been thrust into the gleaming, sort of blaring spotlight to bring you this episode of United Redcast. And what a week it has been. With me tonight, it is James Farmer. Hello. And William Hunt. Hi. I mean, lads, what a week. What a week. Yeah. Last, last week, we were previewing. We'd just beaten Liverpool. We'd beaten Chelsea. We'd come back to win 3-2 at Palace. Everything was rosy. Things were looking up. And now, look where we are. Well, William, li- William, you were at the match. You were at, you were at the Champions League match. Tell us how it was. I was there. Oh my God! It's not after. I wish I wasn't. And, and you know, after those three victories and, and 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 the spirit which we showed. Okay, the Liverpool performance wasn't the best I've ever seen, but a win is a win against big opposition. They are big opposition opposition this year. Exactly. Yeah. And it was a great first went, half. Yeah, and, and yeah, I don't like to see us hanging on. I don't like to see us playing. You know, parking the bus. But sometimes you do. And and everyone goes on about Jose's negative tactics, and they forget the last couple of years of Fergie's reign. Which, as magnificent as Fergie was, he, he, he rinsed everything he could out of that, that team. I'm very glad you and brought it, that up. And it wasn't great to watch. The last, last couple of seasons wasn't that magnificent, beautiful, free-flowing football that we all thought we were looking at. And it wasn't there. Absolutely. The players weren't there to do it. So, so you know, let, let's not beat up the left. Two guys come up behind him too badly, but they weren't up to it. But our Jose boy... He should be up to it. And the dross he served out to us <laughs> last Tuesday, I've got to say the best tactic of the night, and I hate to say this, but the best tactic of the night was to leave on that second goal. Because oh, okay. I just left my seat. And Uh-oh. I never leave the ground there. Yeah. Never. No, absolutely. And that's the only tactic I could see for the night. I couldn't see. I'm thinking, what? I'm, well, I'm no expert. Certainly not in these fellas, None of us are. Know. None of us are. But... but what's going on, Jose? What game are we playing? What are we doing? Well, what, about what are we se- doing? What about the selection, James? Yeah. Fellaini, starting. Yeah, European match. He's, yeah, he seems to have spent hundreds of millions of pounds on players and then resorted to a Wimbledon-style 
boot it to Fellaini at the back post. Or, or be, Lukaku. Let's or not, Lukaku. You know, no. yeah, there are several... We can't a bag of sand. Yeah, yeah, there are several tall players in our team. That's basically what I learned from that shoot, that match. That was all there was, nothing it else. Was ter- I mean, people do. And I'm glad you brought it up, William, this uh, like romanticising of the last couple of years of Fergie where everyone... Last couple of years was tough to watch. It was boring. It was like hard, yeah. niggly football. Yeah. And... Now, and so Jose comes and people are like, and well, we went through Moyes and Van Gaal and now Jose and everyone's like, oh, can't you remember the days when we played, you know, wingers and there was brilliant, flash flowing, counter-attacking football. Yeah. But no, but still yeah. the last, the last, you know, I don't know what happened. The same thing happened to me that I think the European match on Tuesday is sort of every time Jose sort of goes negative, it has a weird effect on the team. When we did it at Anfield well, last season, yeah. for that nil-nil, park the bus, go on. If we just go back, let's, you know, let, let, let's applaud Fergie for you know just rinsing that last bit out last couple of years because that shows what how good he was to rinse out the wins out of a poor, what we all know as a poor team. But um, you know, because not even a lot of money to spend when, he, when he's going. Absolutely. So. But but that that I witnessed on Tuesday was agony. You know, it, I, I, the highlight of the night was the pies, and, <laughs> and, and that was it. It really, and they just, you know, I, I had the good sense to leave mine until half time before you know I took the roof of my mouth off with it. Yeah. But it's um, oh, just it was painful to watch. This, I mean, I'm thinking this is not the team I love. It is. This is not the ground it, that I love. This is not what we want to see. And so, what's the what's the answer? Well, I thought the team he put out uh, uh, on Saturday was a nice, balanced team. I, yep. I, I, I think Martial's the best player we've got, the most balanced, the most exciting player we've got. Yep. We didn't play him. Didn't play him, and if you believe the papers, he's on his way out at the end of the season. Well, that's a, that's a big loss. I mean, for me, you could you could let the new Veron go, which is which is Mr. Pogba. Yeah, I don't know what he does for us. I cannot see what he does except apart from slow the game down. Sell shirts in the and shop. It, and and it, <laughs> if I was Ashley Young, or, or uh, and he come running over to me, take the ball off me when I'm in the fullback position, I'd kick it right in his nuts. I'm not not sure I'm allowed to say that, but I would kick it right you in his nuts. You can definitely say and that. Say, and say, do never ever do that to me again. Take me out of the game. Wow. What, what's, what, what are you doing that for? Why have you just come over to cut the ball for me to pass it sideways to our, to our centre-backs? Well, I can't kick it. And you've seen his um, Pogba's response to to Mourinho and the sort of shellacking that he's handed out in the last couple of matches is to go and get himself a nice fancy new blue and yellow haircut yeah, in honour of Dragon Ball yeah, Z. That amazing, seems to be his reaction. I mean, yeah. gee whiz, talk about... How about putting that effort on the field? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, as ever, we are backed by Ladbrokes. Go to bet.unitedredcast.com for special betting odds for all of our listeners. Let's let's move on to we'll get we leave the match we leave European match behind. We come forward yeah. to Friday's press conference before the Brighton yeah. match. We're yeah. looking at Jose's twelve minute rant where he questions United's heritage. Yeah. Now what did you think of that? Well, I, I kind of agree and don't and don't agree. i am sort of in, got one foot in each camp here. he's he's obviously he probably feels he's fighting for his job by having to do this. Uh, but his, his arrogance is put. He's sort of masking that. Yeah. But if you start on state, if you're starting to, to, to quote stats, that means you you feel under pressure. Yeah. And so I'm quoting stats to get you off my back, basically. And I'm sure he's right with those stats. And I'm sure he's done his research and got them right. Can Can Jose deliver what the bottom line is? Can he deliver what we all want, which is winning stylish football? I don't know. I don't know. I was so happy when we got him. And I'm sure he can if he wants to, but stop playing games with us. 
start playing games on the football field, start bloody winning and start winning style, please. That's, I that's what we need to see. But for me, the, I found, the thing I found really annoying was that he kept referencing Heritage like he'd inherited the worst team imaginable. That's yeah. still a decent team and it's still a team that should be able to beat Seville. Like, it's not... Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 it might not be a team that can obviously keep up with Barcelona and Real Madrid. I accept that. And if he was, if we'd just been beaten by somebody like that, I would understand. And but outplayed that, exactly. Yeah, we were outplayed by former Blackburn midfielder exactly. Stephen Inzonzi. So I don't, yeah. when he talks about heritage, he didn't inherit like a, a, a ninth place team. He inherited a decent no. team with decent players that should be able to beat that team. So I just didn't buy that argument on any level. Yeah, there's been a lot of I don't know what you'd call it, but a lot of failure to admit that he got it wrong. Yeah, at any stage in this, in this. I'm surprised he didn't blame Luke Shaw for it. Poor Luke Shaw. A moment, a moment for Why Luke Shaw. Why can't we play Luke Shaw? Why can't we play Luke Shaw? Why can't we play Marshall? Exciting players. I don't know. Like, there's so many players lining up on the left. Well, that's the point as well. For me, that United team, um, are, you look at it player by player, and there's not. I don't actually see that many weaknesses in the actual United lineup. Like, you know, previous. Pogba. Yes, yeah, yeah. But then, but then we, you know, there's, we've got players who can play in that position as well instead. So I think previous years under Van Gaal and Moyes, you'd look at the team and you go, mm, yeah, there's a few players that I don't particularly like or, or think can do the job. But really, like the, our, our front eleven, I mean, the starting eleven, there's not a huge number of players that I think. Are useless or certainly as bad as what we're doing at the moment yeah so, so if that for me it, it comes down to the manager not getting the best out in of some days, very talented players in the days of glazer austerity we were pining after a pogba or a sanchez and i remember when van persie came it was a big deal because we got the checkbook out and bought a you know a, a top class player yeah, but now we last throw of it wasn't it yeah, yeah and now and yeah. you know now we've got these players Sanchez and Pogba are on the bench against Brighton <laughs> so mm. you know it's kind of uh, trying to make those pieces fit into a hole you know and it doesn't I don't know for what reason and who does who does it rest with it seems to rest with Jose well as soon as, as, soon as someone does well Rashford playing on the left does really well Mourinho moves him to the right yeah you know? I mean, Martial does well he doesn't play him. It feels like there's no consistency there. Um, it must be hard to work for um, Jose in that um, in that respect, where you do well one match and you'll drop the next. Yeah. Luke Shaw, for example, case in point, did really well, was described as an untouchable, brilliant left-back, and dropped for the next match against Burnley. Um, he can't possibly want to do that. Depending on what you read, he's either going to... You know he's going to um, leave, or he's going to stay at the end of the season. Apparently, he doesn't like the treatment he's been getting, but he's going to see out the last year of his contract. FA Cup. At least we're through to yeah, the. We are through to be knocked out in the next round. That'll be good. Yeah. So <laughs> against with Spurs. Before you before you go, William, at the start of the season, if somebody had offered you second in the league and an FA Cup semi final place, would you have taken it? And FA, I missed that bit. FA Cup semi-final place. Would you have taken it? No, I'll take FA Cup. Take and the FA Second Cup. league, yeah. Yeah. No, semi-final place, no. No. Okay. You take Not the full. Well, let's see, let's see what we can do. William, I'm going to let you go. If that's all right. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you very thank much you for joining much. us. See you, William. There we go. And thank, at that stage, well, see you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. Bye. And at that stage, we're going to take a little bit of a break. <laughs> This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. Okay, welcome back to the Manchester United Redcast. Now, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we've got James Farmer um, in the house. Hello. James. Hello. 
it's a tradition on the uh, Redcast to ask uh, debutants mm-hmm. as you are their sort of first United memory. What's yours? Um, Take us back. Yeah, so the year I first got into football uh, was uh, my dad's a United supporter, so he sort of sat me down quite early on and said, "Well, this is your this is your team. You haven't got a choice in that." And the very first game I watched was the um, at home was the uh, final game of the season in ninety five. Ninety five, okay. Uh, when we needed to beat uh, West, West Ham, Ham, West yeah, Ham away, and Liverpool and Blackburn were playing. That's right. I didn't really understand. I was very, I was about five. So five. I didn't, didn't really understand how football James, James is very young, super young. For those of you who can't see him, You're basically listening to a fetus right now. Um, and yeah, just uh, I, I, I didn't really understand, but I knew that that we had to win that game and we didn't win and I cried and I cried and I cried so actually I'm not a glory supporter no. I, I was I was there you were there not, for my the first... second second in the league yeah. Ludak McCloskey's inspired match lovely yes um, it was indeed there we go Andy and, Cole Andy Cole sort of failed to stick the ball in the back I do remember that several times and then weirdly my other very strong memory was the first time I saw United uh, at Old Trafford was uh, the 99 99- Trouble season. Great season. Brilliant season to go to the United, some very attacking football. And again, I was very young, about nine, nine, I think, nine or ten. And my dad thought, well, he's never been before, so I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get him tickets to an absolute banker. Like one that, well, there's no way we'll lose that game because we're playing brilliant football. What a team. Um, so we'll give him Middlesbrough at home. Ah. So that'd be fine. So we'll definitely not lose that. And we were 3-0 down at half-time. I remember that. It was Christmas time. Yes, it, it was. was yeah. Christmas time. 3-2 we lost. But Janino, Was Janino in the team back I then? I don't know. It might I be post Janino. I think it was Button Skull scored, I believe. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and, and then after that game, we went on like a 34-match unbeaten run. Wow. And that was, the one, that was the one game I saw. I mean, I would say that was probably the 34-match unbeaten run. You'd probably take a lot of credit for I think yourself, I think personally. I'd say 50-50 me and Fergie did that Perfect. One. Perfect. So. Well, lovely for you... Lovely that you can join us. Let's talk man management yeah. for a little okay. bit. Yeah. We've worked, we've worked together before. Yeah, you know we've both been on the end of some professional shellackings. Always. Um, no yeah. names, no <laughs> names mentioned. But would you ever take a leaf out of the Jose book to manage your team oh, I don't know. or the shows I, or like whatever you're doing just, to go? This it was always rubbish here. This has always been rubbish. That's why we're rubbish. And the people yeah. who work for me, they're also rubbish, except for a couple of guys. Yeah, everyone, everyone, everyone's rubbish except basically the people I've signed is what he's essentially saying. Yeah, um, I, I feel like he's almost taken tough love too far, and I, I, I can I can't imagine any because he, he did it with Joe Cole, didn't he? I remember when he was yeah. at Chelsea, he was very harsh to him. But the treatment, the things he sort of said about Luke Shaw, that can't help him. Also, in a very fine, it's a very cynical way. That can't help the transfer I, fee. That, of I was, Luke Short, I mean, exactly. If you're uh, if you are Maurizio Pochettino, are you going to go? Oh well, Luke Shaw, he's that rubbish fullback that you know United are saying. I'll take him off your hand. I'll take him off your hands for ten million. It's yeah. like it's like going. This car is rubbish. Yeah. Please buy it. <laughs> you know, or maybe trade it for your best, slightly better car, yeah. bit more, a bit older, but slightly better car. Uh, I also think that consistently the problem I have is consistently whatever I think the United player is doing right Mourinho thinks he's doing wrong yeah. and vice versa so every time he's hauled Luke Shaw off I've honestly thought he's had a good half Shaw's had a good half yeah, yeah he's done, he's done right. right like he's set up that goal he's done pretty so there's obviously I must have such a different footballing brain to Mourinho likewise he complimented um, Scott McTonough McTon- who I think is a great player Yeah, but 
Uh, back, I mean, it was a backhanded compliment he gave to McTominay after the Brighton match. <laughs> yeah. He gave the ball away 20 times, yeah. but he showed a lot of personality. Yeah, I don't know necessarily if what I want from a player is personality. I'd rather he didn't give the ball away. But yeah. I it, mean, he's only young, and he, yes. Mourinho did defend him when the crowd were on his back for passing the ball backwards. Yes, but that's the thing. Again, um, I, 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 there's a couple of times I thought, oh, he's not had a good game. And again, Mourinho's praised him afterwards. So I don't know. It, remind, it reminds me of, I'm, I'm married now, but in the days when, you know, you'd go on a date and you'd, you'd, leave, you'd finish it and you'd go, oh, that went well. Yeah. He's probably going to text me. I mean, yeah. he's probably going to go really far. And then nothing, yeah. either nothing or, uh, you know, you'd get a text going, well, sorry, you know, I've met someone else or this isn't going to go anywhere. Yeah, but like, it's just... Luke, I, Luke Shaw's WhatsApped Mourinho three times in a row. And he's like, reply. I mean, absolutely, Mourinho's ghosted him. He's not replied, he's replied with no kiss, him. is basically yeah, what's there. full stop. Yeah, Just exactly. full stop, thanks, full stop. <laughs> but yeah. I mean... I just, I, I, for me, it's the problem I have is it's not inspiring. I think the... the, the I know it's a bit of a cliche to say, but the thing that Fergie seemed to have was the ability to speak to certain players in certain ways to get the best out of them. That was, yeah. you know, supposedly what he's very famous for. So he knew you can't really go crazy at Ronaldo because he's not that kind of person who'd deal with it. Yeah. But he knew you could shout at gigs. You know, that's, Absolutely. That's, he knew that kind of... And it feels like Marina just has one sort of trick, one kind of state, which is just... A, Stick or carrot. Yeah, just... just, sort of just Although I personally never found carrots very encouraging myself. As a stick or Mars bar. <laughs> that kind of guy. Yeah, that's just me. So, but then also, if you, would you, like, the 12-minute rant, mm. which if I was Ed Woodward or... You'd cut the mic. I'd go, this is a bit <laughs> off. Yeah. He's been, going, he's been going for 12 minutes now. And there was also wonderful moments in the press conference when the journalists tried to get questions in. And he, were, he just gave them more It was, it was, more a mo- facts. It was an absolute monologue. More facts. It reminded me, actually, funnily enough, of... Um, Rafa Benitez, when he had that sort of mini breakdown. It was, it was when, the facts. When Fergie got to him. One. And it was fascinating that uh, when Benitez did it, we all as United fans went, Lost. ah, yeah, he's losing it, he's losing it. And, yeah. it. and you sort of think, well, is Mourinho not doing exactly the same thing right now? Yeah. He seems to have been absolutely rattled by something. And the questions weren't that harsh. The questions were quite fair. You, you've just been knocked out by basically Spain's Huddlesfield. Like, you should... Probably, no offense yes. to any Huddlesfield fan watching. They're or a good the, team. Or to the people of Seville. No, no, they're, they're, they're wonderful people. But not good enough, really. I think we should be we should be knocking those teams out. We should be easily playing. The, it, was, so? it was almost a, a lackadaisical approach from the entire team. But that, I feel like, comes down from Mourinho. There well, was... then, this is the other thing. The only people who are getting praise in all of this are Matic and Lukaku, who seem to either be listening to Mourinho. I mean, they're playing well. Lukaku's had a good season. Matic has had a good season. He's not unreasonable in giving out those sorts of plaudits. But, but for me, how does it make everyone else feel? And when... also, for me, there's a bit of a uh, thing happening where, I mean, they're Mourinho's boys, aren't they? Yeah. He's brought them in. He, he sort of refuses to yeah. uh, compliment players that he hasn't had a direct involvement with. And I wonder how much of that is self-defence yeah you know well hey look at these players I've bought they're doing well but oh yeah. god I'm lumbered with actually really good players but I'm lumbered with Martial and Rashford who I think are brilliant players yeah think. no they're great players I like I mean it's interesting I think he Rashford is obviously there are some people who he obviously didn't single out who are doing alright I think he's got a an issue with Martial on occasion I think he but I think that's probably not unfair he's he's the classic mercurial winger you know he's sort of not delivering all the time when he does deliver it's it's great but he has you know but then he's, he's, he's 22 so young. he's yeah. 22 and years so old and so is Luke Shaw and, and it's like Ronaldo wasn't yeah you know 
what he was when he was 22. It took him a few more years. Well, maybe he was, but but I think I think Mourinho also think it's slightly. He changes his team so much. We don't really get a chance to see how well these players will do if they get consistent run. Yeah. So Rashford will score two goals, get a hat trick, do brilliantly, have a great game. And then Mourinho will play one more game, he'll do badly, and then he'll drop it, Rashford for 12 games. It is interesting that the players who he has singled out as doing well are the players who he has played consistently. Yeah. Like Matic, I can't quite remember, but he's played a, a lot of matches. And Lukaku has been almost ever-present in yeah. the season. And it just goes to show that given the opportunity to groove in your skills, so to speak, you tend to do all right and you groove in in the system. When you're in and out of the side... And for me, it's also, like I said, it's like protectionism of Mourinho, which is, uh, like, for example, Sanchez, who I personally think has not done well at all since his game. Mourinho has not really singled him out for anything. He's barely taken him off. He normally lasts 90 minutes, despite... There was the game when he took Rashford off instead of Sanchez. I think it might have been the Liverpool game. Yeah. Um, and you think Sanchez had given the ball away. He was not doing well at all. But again, it's that kind of feel. I feel like Mourinho's got that feeling of, well, he's my boy because yeah. I've, I've brought him in and it, I want to show that I've signed correctly. So he just- interesting. There is a bit of history there. I was thinking about Sanchez where effectively a Galactico, let's call him a Galactico, becomes available for not very much money. And you sign him because you go, well, why wouldn't well, you sign him? It's the football manager. It's thing. the same totally. as... I used when... to do that in football manager exactly. all the time. Yeah. Any particular player? Um, well... Let's uh, just say Ibrahima Bakayoko. I'd get Ibrahima. Ibrahima and Freddie Adu. I used to get those in my two... Uh, yeah. Great times. Yeah. Great times. <laughs> this isn't the podcast for that. I'm sure there are other Champman uh, podcasts available. But yeah. it's the same as the Falcao signing. Totally, yeah. Like, exactly he became right. available. Yeah. You think you're stupid not to sign him. Yeah. Turns out, was it... Well, he was recovering from injury... There was an argument I heard that Sanchez might not be fit because he hadn't been playing because he'd been slightly in and out of the Arsenal team and it's like maybe we're not going to see the best of him until next season. But I just feel like it was such a snap decision. We couldn't have scouted him perfectly well in terms of like like in depthly. We yeah. couldn't have had it, and there doesn't seem to be any any plan to have actually implemented him in any yeah. way because we and already have so many players in that position who are good. Yeah, and also like I was I was I was listening about this on the left. We've got Rashford who likes to play on the left, Martial who likes to play on the left, Pogba who likes to play on the left. And Sanchez, who now likes to play on the left. And on the right, I think we've got Mata, not really, not very fast, doesn't really like to, yeah. you know, more, he's not that kind of player. We do seem to have a lot of left wing, like even our left back is a left winger. Yeah. <laughs> we seem to just exclusively have Ashley Young at left back. Like we just have a lot of very sort of good left-sided players. Well, we? very quickly, very Go quickly, on. James, we've got Swansea yeah. um, on the weekend. Um, Carlos Carvajal. I can't quite remember the statistics because they. It, this was last on the running order and I haven't had time to look it up. Mm-hmm. But they're doing very, very well. He's yeah. turn, literally turned them around. Unlikely. I thought he was to be unlikely to turn them around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I st- you still reckon we'd, we'd stick one over on Swansea? Yeah, I mean, I, I, the problem I've got is that uh, nothing's really certain anymore, is it? It's because true. I really thought we'd beat Seville and we didn't. So I hope so. You'd, you'd like to think after the sort of bashing that Mourinho's given the players that they they will react yeah. and I think in a way it'd be quite a making of them um, I don't think they're going to be in a more difficult position than they are right now you yeah. know? the fans obviously aren't happy Mourinho's not happy he's publicly insulted most of them so you'd hope that I mean, it's the perfect opportunity for someone to step up and yeah. you know actually perform well and get into his good books and the fans good books but you'd hope we'd do okay or make a prediction <sighs> Mourinho will be angry Yes, that's and my prediction. A score, a score uh, prediction um, I will say uh, three one. Three one. 
yeah, because we can't not concede. Oh, we've been we've been all right defensively. I will. I'm going to go four nil. Oh, okay. I'm going to go four nil United. Okay. I like to romanticise this, and I think that somebody will respond well to an unlikely person will score. That's Luke, that. Luke Shaw hat trick coming Shaw up. Luke Shaw hat trick. Yes, there we go. Well, there we go. That's all we've got time for this week on the Manchester United Redcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to James Pleasure. for joining me. Brilliant debut, and thank you very much to William Hunt who was with us earlier. Have a lovely week and come on, you Reds! This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.